Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. Now, Ben's not here today as he's on holiday, but Ben and I are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, head to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, I'm going to reveal exactly how Lisa, one of our clients, dropped 11 pounds in four weeks at age 54. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So Lisa's a client of ours who signed up just over a month ago at the end of February. And when she signed up, she was 10 and a half stone. She was feeling wobbly, she's feeling frustrated. And like she was just sort of succumbing to the aging process and her body was succumbing to this aging process. And she tried lots of different things to try and lose weight, but nothing seemed to have worked to shift the weight since the menopause and being diagnosed with hypothyroidism. And she was also worried about trying to exercise since she suffers from fibromyalgia as well, a chronic pain condition. And she didn't want to make this worse by exercising. So she came to us wanting to drop a dress size and tone up. And within just four weeks, she's already lost 11 pounds and it's down to nine stone 13 from 10 stone seven, and she's already able to fit into some of her size tens. What's more, I spoke to her last week. I always have a phone call with all of our members after four weeks to see how it's going, make sure that they're getting everything they need from their program. And she said her biggest win of all is it's not even felt like it's hard. So how did Lisa achieve such remarkable results in such a short space of time at age 54, during the menopause, and with hypothyroidism and fibromyalgia? Like there's a lot of things she's been competing with there. So apologies if you can hear the dog, he's going mad at the door. So there's three key things that Lisa did to see such an amazing result. The first thing she did was what we call list training, low impact strength training. So this is something she did just two times a week for 30 minutes. Now, this is a really key part of what we do because list training is gentle on the body and on the joints, yet it gets amazing results. And the mistake a lot of people make is when they're not seeing progress, especially as they get older, they think they need to work harder to get better results. They try things like HIT, they try things like gym classes, they try things like working with the PT, maybe doing burpees and box jumps, spinning or peloton. They do all these really extreme approaches, which can work really well in your 20s and 30s when your body and your hormones are optimal. However, for women over 40, in the run-up to menopause, and this can happen up to 10 years before uh, menopause itself, which is where you go a year without a period consecutively, um, and this is the average age, that's 51, so this can happen in the early 40s. Basically, for women over 40, the body's sensitivity to stress is very, very different. It increases with age, and it increases three times more for women than for men. So this is why it is harder for women, if you are feeling this, it's true, than it is for men as you get older to lose weight and to tone up. So for women over 40, basically extreme exercise overstresses the body, especially if you've already got a stressful lifestyle or you have some inflammatory conditions like Lisa did, so like hypothyroidism or fibromyalgia. And if you then just do this extreme exercise, whether it's HIIT training, gym classes, running, it's kind of like taking a racehorse that's already exhausted, already run the race, and then you keep whipping it and whipping it and whipping it, trying to make it go faster it's not gonna work, it's just gonna collapse and it might even just fall to pieces and die. And obviously this is an extreme example, but it represents what would happen or what is happening inside your body as you just try and push it more and more and more. 
in your 40s and your 50s as a woman trying to lose weight and tone up. So if you overstress the body, basically what happens is it leads to inside what's going on is it leads to chronically high cortisol levels. Cortisol is the main stress hormone and if you have chronically high cortisol levels, so cortisol is high all of the time or most of the time, this will block your fat loss. It will make it really difficult to lose weight by triggering what we call the weight gain triangle. So there's three things that happen that lead to this weight gain triangle effect. So the first one is you'll get leptin resistance. So leptin is a satiety hormone. Basically, you're not going to respond properly when you eat food. So you're going to still have cravings. Even if you've eaten, you're going to want to eat more and more and more. So you're going to have stronger cravings that you'll be battling against all of the time. It does not make it easy to make good food choices. The second thing that's going to happen is you're going to get insulin resistance. Now, insulin is a storage hormone. It usually leads to increased fat storage, especially around that the middle midsection. So kind of that middle age spread that most people want to avoid. So again, that's not really going to help with most people's goals that we work with. And then the third thing is thyroid deregulation. So the thyroid is the gland in your neck that controls your metabolism. If you have thyroid deregulation, it's going to slow down your metabolism. If you've already got any thyroid issues, like Lisa did, so hyperthyroidism, the last thing you want is to slow it down even further and by triggering this weight gain triangle and then making it even harder to lose weight. So these three things, what we call the weight gain triangle, leptin resistance, insulin resistance, and thyroid deregulation, ultimately make it a lot harder to lose weight and a lot easier to gain it. And if you do loads of extreme exercise, whether it's hit, running, spinning, like I said, in your 40s and your 50s, it's very likely, especially if your lifestyle's busy, stressful, or you've got any of these other health conditions, it's very likely you're gonna trigger that weight gain triangle and not see any good results. So what Lisa did is she just switched to list training, so low impact strength training, and she just did two times a week from home for 30 minutes each session. So it's literally an hour the entire week, and it might not sound like much, but it's just like how if you use the right tool for a job, it makes things way easier and you get way better results. So it's just like if you were cutting the lawn, you used a lawnmower, it's very, very easy, especially if you have a small lawn like we do, you just go whiz over it, and it's done very, very quickly and easily. However, if you decide to cut the lawn with a pair of scissors, it's a lot harder. It's a lot harder, you'll sweat way more, but it doesn't actually mean the results will be better. The results will probably be worse and it will be way harder. And this is just like what doing extreme exercise is like if you're a woman in your 40s and 50s. It's gonna be harder just because you're sweating loads doesn't mean you're actually getting a good workout. Just because you're sweating loads cutting the lawn with scissors doesn't mean the lawn's gonna look great at the end of it. So instead, what Lisa did was this list training. It's just lifting weights in a slow and controlled way from home, but it's unbelievably effective. So what it does is it builds muscle, which will tone you up, it will lift your bum, it, it will reduce your bingo wings, it'll tone them up and it will flatten your stomach and pull it in. Unlike cardio, which will kind of have the opposite effect, it burns muscle. So cardio, I always say, is like deflating a balloon. Not a great look if your body just looks like a deflated balloon. Whereas if you do list training, it's kind of like chiseling away at a statue. You're going to be firm, you're going to be toned, you're going to be defined, and you're going to be lean. And it doesn't make you big and bulky. I think that's a fear a lot of women have, um, especially if you've grown up sort of in 80s, 90s. You've seen all these icons that were back in the day, like Kate Moss and things like that, who were super slim. It doesn't make you look like Arnie, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger if you lift muscle as a woman. It's just going to tone you up, firm you up, and lift your bum and arm, um, and tone your arms up as well. Second thing it's going to do, it's going to build your metabolism. So this is, again, going to help combat aging. It's going to mean you can eat more and still lose weight. 
So again, this is the opposite of what cardio will do. Whereas if you do lots of cardio exercises, it'll actually slow your metabolism down because it burns muscle. Muscle is very expensive. It takes a lot of energy to maintain. If you lose muscle through doing cardio, then you're going to be having to eat less and less and less to keep the weight off. It's a slippery slope. List training is the opposite. You can actually eat more and still lose weight. The next thing it will do as well, so low impact in, um, strength training, is it'll help you to avoid osteoporosis. So porous bones is something that um, women are kind of at risk of after, after menopause ultimately, and it can lead to a lot of problems and health concerns as you get older. This will actually increase bone density, but in a low impact way. And this is the last benefit. It's low impact, so it's very gentle on the body and the joint. It's low stress, so even people like Lisa who have... Uh, a chronic pain condition like fibromyalgia, as long as you're sensible with it, which we work with everyone one-to-one, -one, so we make sure you're making the right choices, you're lifting a sensible weight for you, not too much, not too little, just right. It means you can avoid injury, you can avoid overtaxing the body. And I had this discussion with her last week, I said, look, two sessions is working really well. You've lost 11 pounds in four weeks, which is incredible progress, and you didn't start, you know, started at 10 and a half stone. So that's a huge amount to lose in that time, through a really sustainable way, by the way we don't need to add in any more sessions. It's already working really, really well. So what else did Lisa do? So she did low impact strength training in terms of exercise. That was it, two sessions a week for 30 minutes. It sounds too good to be true, but really it's just about working in a way that's effective, like I said, rather than in a way that is really, really hard and sweaty and difficult, but actually is very ineffective. So the second thing that she did was to work on her nutrition and following what we call hormonally balanced eating. So. This is basically, there's two parts to this. So I'll get into what both these parts are, but just as a fundamental principle, it's really important to get your nutrition right. You can't just get the exercise right. So I've talked about the exercise part, but you've also got to get the nutrition right. You cannot out-exercise the wrong diet, no matter how hard you exercise, how much exercise you do, especially as you get older, because we've talked about overstressing the body and cortisol, it's only going to make things worse, not better. So if you cannot get your diet right, you're not going to see good results. So there's two key parts to this. It's very simple. The first part is what we call the diet makeover, which is to get cravings under control, eliminate any bad habits and eliminate any hormone disrupting foods that are stopping you seeing results. So we do this for one to two weeks. I'll go into the details in a second. And then the second thing we do is what we call the key three. So getting the right amount of three key nutrients, that's all you need to do. And these will be specific to you. So the first one is the diet makeover. Now we do this for two weeks with every single member inside our Fit Over 40 program. They cut out four problem food groups just for two weeks. We call these the WODs foods, wheat, alcohol, dairy, and sugar. And these are the foods that are usually stopping people seeing progress. There's so many reasons behind it. I'm not gonna go into all of them today. I could do a whole episode on it. But if we just summarize them, these foods are all very, very calorie dense. They're all pretty highly processed. They generally lead to more and more cravings the more of them you eat, so you get into this vicious cycle. So what we need to do, and they, they can disrupt your hormones as well, so especially around menopause, these are foods that often make things worse, not better, which then disrupts your sleep, it makes your joints ache more, and then it means you're less likely to exercise, it means you're gonna make worse food choices, your cravings are gonna be worse, it makes everything worse. So we need to cut these out for two weeks, and we see amazing results. We have clients lose five, six pounds in the first two weeks, sometimes even more, sometimes up to half stone, just by doing this process. And it's completely sustainable. You don't have to starve yourself. Just like Lisa said, it actually felt easy. And I kind of see this as like, if you remember the computers back in the 90s, they were kind of like beige boxes, which made all these funny noises. It's like gick, 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 cracking, weird, buzzing noises from the hard drives. 
doing the diet makeover is kind of like restarting your computer when it started to crash. It ran, it was running really slow. You don't get this so much nowadays, but when it's running really slow, sometimes you still have to do it. You're trying to do something and it keeps crashing. It keeps, the wheel keeps spinning or the hourglass keeps coming up and you just can't seem to get anything done. Remember what you had to do, you had to turn it off, turn it on again, restart it, start again from fresh, and then it starts working really well and you can work really effectively. It's the same thing with your diet. First thing you need to do is get that reset. That's what we do with the diet makeover. It has so many benefits and you will also see really good um, weight loss progress from doing that. Now, after that, what we then focus on is what we call the key three. And a lot of people think that losing weight is just about calories in versus calories out. And if you just reduce the calories in, you're going to see good results. And again, when you're younger, you can kind of get away with this. If you're in your 20s and 30s, you can cut your calories right down. You can just eat a bit less, maybe do a bit more exercise and you're going to see progress. You could eat 1200 calories a day, 800 calories a day. But for women over 40, if you starve yourself, the body perceives this as a source of stress. It adds to what's called the allostatic stress on the body. This is the total stress on the body. And if it's too much, it will trigger that weight gain triangle I talked about before. Leptin resistance, insulin resistance, thyroid deregulation. Basically, your body will put the brakes on the fat loss process and you will not be able to burn fat. And I've seen this happen time and time again. I've had a few clients over the years. We've worked with over 6,000. So this is rare, but occasionally a client will try and do something extreme. They'll go, okay, I've had a little bit of a wobble. I'm going to go and do, I've seen Michael Mosley on TV talking about the fast 800 diet. I'm going to do this. It sounds really good. And obviously it does sound really good. It's been manufactured for TV and to get really rapid results. But it doesn't talk about the long term. So I had this client who said, okay, I'm going to do the fast 800. I've seen Michael Mosley. And I said, I really don't recommend this for all of these reasons I've talked about today. I really don't think it's a good idea. It's going to overstress the body. It will make things worse, not better. She was insistent. So I said, fine, let's do it. Two weeks. Let's see how it goes. First week, she said, I feel amazing. It's, it's, it's working so well. I've lost four pounds, something like this. And um, I think it's the thing for me. I said, okay, fine. Let's, I, I really still not convinced this is going to be a good long-term solution, but let's see. Next week we speak. There's a pause and she goes, yes, yeah, all gone to pot. I had a massive blowout. I've also got back on the wine. I've all, you know, I've eaten all of this stuff. The weights all come back on and more. And it's because of that weight gain triangle that I talked about earlier. You'll have that leptin resistance. Your body will not no longer respond correctly to food. Your hunger signals will be all messed up and all jumbled. So you're starving hungry all the time, even when you've eaten. So you're going to be battling against that. And you can only get, you know, deal with that for so long before you're going to give in. We're all human. You'll get the insulin resistance. You'll be more like store fat around the middle. So you'll be actually holding on to body fat. You might be losing muscle, which makes you firm and toned, so the weight goes down, but you'll be losing body fat, and then everything will grind to a halt. And then you'll get thyroid deregulation, so your metabolism will slow down to compensate your body's smart. If you just starve it, it will know that you're starving, it'll think food's scarce, and then grind everything to a halt, and that's what happened. And then she ended up having this huge blowout because the body was just calling out for food, and the body was overstressed, and it wasn't responding. So obviously, that approach does not work. As you get older, you need to make sure you follow a couple of key things, what we call the key three, and you need to be very specific with it to see good results. And that doesn't mean it's hard. You just need to make sure you get the right amount of these things. Not too much, not too little, just right. Too much obviously isn't going to work. If you have too many calories and too much unhealthy food coming in, you cannot see good results. If you have too little, though, that also doesn't work either for the reasons I've explained. 
So there's three main nutrients you need to worry about, you need to get right. The first one is calories. Calories are a measure of energy and you need to get the right amount, which is specific to you. Specific to your age, your height, your body type, your body fat percentage, your dieting history. We take all of this into account when clients start working with us and we follow something called the Goldilocks principle. So not too much, not too little, just right. We've got to kind of trick the body into thinking it's not starving. So we do this in a very sustainable way. So just a little bit less than it needs. So it actually lets go of that fat because it doesn't think I'm going to have to hold on to this because it's an emergency situation, especially as you get older. As I said, you know, for all those reasons we've already talked about with the weight gain triangle. So we work this out specifically for every single client based on all of those factors. It needs to be right for you. And often it's a lot higher than people think because they've done all these starvation diets in the past. The calorie tracking apps always recommend really low amount as well. So we don't recommend doing any of that. It won't work well. And loads of our clients would say to me, I'm surprised how much I've been able to eat. It doesn't feel like I'm starving. And I've lost X amount, just like Lisa lost 11 pounds over four weeks. So that's the first thing we've got to get right is the calories. Second thing we've got to get right is protein. Now, not only is protein key for retaining muscle, which is what keeps you firm and toned as you get older. If you don't eat enough protein, your body cannot keep that muscle. It's like the tokens that your muscles need to stay there. But also protein is really important because it keeps you full. And if you're full, you won't have any cravings. So if you eat lots of protein, it basically digests very, very slowly. It's like putting a massive log on a fire it's gonna burn for hours and hours and hours and release energy for hours and hours and hours. Whereas if you just put petrol on the fire, which is what like processed food, carbohydrates, things like that are, are gonna have a massive burst of energy and then be gone in almost an instant. So if you eat a biscuit, there's no protein in it, there's lots and lots of refined sugar in it, and lots of carbohydrates and some unhealthy fat, your body burns through it so quickly, it barely gets through your gut, you're hungry again. And then you can eat the whole pack and before you know it, you've blown your entire day's calories in one one like you know one snacking session with a cup of tea because you weren't paying attention and you were not making good food choices you need to make sure you're eating enough protein and it will stop all of that kind of thing from happening so the rda for protein the recommended daily allowance is very very low it's it's enough to survive and most of the rdas are like this it's not enough to thrive and to look good and to feel good it's just enough to function if you want to look good, be firm, be toned, be youthful, be lean, be slim, you need to eat more than that. And this is going to be specific to you. So the way we work this out is based on one, one gram per pound of fat-free mass. I'll say that again because I stumbled on it. One gram per pound of fat-free mass. So this is the weight of your body minus the weight of your body fat. One gram per pound of that. Now, this is based on all the scientific literature. This is what's recommended as the correct amount. Again, it's a little bit complicated, but we work this out for all of our clients. Typically, it's going to be somewhere between sort of 70 and 100 grams a day. And that doesn't mean 100 grams of chicken, for example, if we make it really simple, or tuna or tofu, just to give you some protein sources, because those are they have a lot of water in them. So, for example, 100 grams of chicken is 30 grams of protein, roughly. So you will need to eat protein with every single meal. That's another simple way for us to recommend it is eat a protein source with every single meal. If you do that, you'll be amazed at the results you can see. It will keep you so full, you will not be battling with cravings all day and you'll have a lot more energy to boot. Now, the last thing that we need to get right in terms of the key three, so we've got calories, we've got protein, then we've got fiber. So fiber is not something we set a specific gram amount for because it's overcomplicated and we like to keep things as simple as possible because people are busy. They don't need to be tracking everything and every, you know, every single thing they're eating under the sun um, to get this right. It can become a bit oppressive. So what 
we suggest people do is get fruit or veg with every single meal and roughly a fist fight size portion or or just a piece of fruit or veg. Ideally, I'd go with veg as a priority because it's generally got better vitamins and minerals in it. It's got a little bit less sugar, even though fruit sugar is not anything like refined sugar, um, but it is gonna keep you fuller for longer for less calories, vegetables. So fruit or veg with every meal. And the reason for this is because just like protein, fiber digests very slowly. It's difficult for your body to break down, so it takes a long time to pass through your gut, which means it slows down your digestion process. It releases energy much, much more slowly, which means you'll have energy for hours and hours after eating, rather than like what I described with those biscuits, you have a spike for half an hour, maybe even just 15 minutes, and then you're craving more. This will avoid you craving food. It'll also keep your gut microbiome healthy if you eat fruit or veg with every meal. This will keep you in a better mood. It'll keep you feeling more motivated, like your gut is produces 95% of the body's serotonin, the happy hormone. And if you feel happy, you're more likely to make good choices. If you're feeling low, you're more likely to make poor choices. So if you eat enough fiber, it's going to help eliminate cravings. It's going to get you faster results. And the benefit of all of this, the key three approach with hormonally balanced eating, it's very, very flexible. So you can still eat food you like, you can still eat with the family, you don't have to go and buy weird ingredients, you can still go out for a meal or grab food on the go and you can still lose weight. And Lisa told me on the phone last week, she hasn't felt like it's hard and she still was able to lose five kilos in four weeks. So it's really, really simple, it's really, really easy and it gets really good results when we're over 40. Now, the last thing that Lisa had, well, when she signed up, she basically said, the main things that were stopping her from succeeding, there were three things. It was lack of motivation, a lack of discipline, and she was making excuses for herself. And I totally get this, because like it's human nature. We all have those things, especially if your life's busy and stressful. And if you're trying to do it on your own, it's so easy to just give up. It's so easy to fail in private. If you don't have someone there saying, did you do what you said you do this week? It's all too easy after a hard day of work or after a hard week or a family emergency, say sod it, blow out all weekend and start again next week having undone all of your hard work and we like to believe we can do it on our own i think it's human nature we feel like we should be able to do it on our own and maybe you could when you're younger again if your body was probably working more optimally it wasn't so complicated your life was also less complicated so it was more straightforward and easy to stay on track but if you could do it now you would have already done it doing it alone is hard let alone with a complicated life, you know, with a busy, stressful career, with family to look after as well. There's so many other things to do that you need some stuff taken off your plate. And if there's no short-term repercussions to giving up, a lot of people do just give up on their own. So in my experience, in order to succeed with any difficult achievement in life, accountability is essential. Like, for example, you show up, you know, if you work for a company, you show up to work every day because, you know, if you didn't, your boss or colleagues would notice and they would be on your case and it's embarrassing so you have this reason to show up if you have a team and you run a team or you run a business you show up because you don't want to let the team down you want to set a good example for the team so there's that built-in accountability there you need the equivalent with your health and fitness and so many people are trying to do it without any accountability there you need someone who's keeping an eye on what you're doing checking in with you every single week and I don't recommend this is just a friend or family member. In my experience, that just doesn't work because a friend will let you off the hook. They'll go, oh, sod it. Let's go out for drinks instead. Or, oh, you know, you're tired. It's fine. You know, a friend is going to be nice because that's what friends do, but they don't get your results. And a family member 
often people actually go the opposite way with family members. So we often just perceive it as nagging. If someone goes, should you be eating that? Is that a good idea? Go, oh, sod you, I'm having it anyway now. And it actually pushes the other way. So it needs to be someone impartial, ideally someone you kind of respect who's got experience in achieving what you're trying to achieve because they may have seen everything that's you know that comes up for you, the problems that come up. They've seen it all a hundred times before. So they know exactly what to do, exactly what to say to get you on track. Elisa told me when I spoke to her last week, Natasha, who's her coach, said very good at keeping her on track, very good at reminding her to check in each week and then helping her through her check-ins. And it's one of the key reasons Lisa was able to see such incredible results because every single member of our Fit Over 40 program is assigned a coach who they check in with every week. They work with one-to-one with the same coach throughout. There's no bots, no AI, none of that nonsense. And if they don't check in, then it's flagged up and we'll follow up with them, see what's going on, not to nag them, not to embarrass them just to say okay what's going on let's see what's going on for you if you're struggling let's see how we can help so we can always get them back on track asap and they're always on track for their goals so those are the kind of three key things lisa did differently to drop 11 pounds in four weeks at age 54 during the menopause and with fibromyalgia and with hypothyroidism so she had the odd stats against her and all she did was list training two times a week for 30 minutes so not a crazy amount of exercise she followed our hormonally balanced eating approach, so the diet makeover, and then following the key three, calories, protein, and fiber, getting the right amount of those for her. And she had the support and accountability throughout that from an expert who knew exactly what she needed to keep consistent, even if she had a dip in motivation or life through a curveball. So if you wanna find out more about our Fit Over 40 program that Lisa followed to drop those 11 pounds in four weeks, simply head over to www fit40info.com and you can find all of the details there and that's 40 the number 40 so that just about wraps it up for today's podcast i hope you found it helpful insightful thank you so much for joining us and we'll catch you next week for another episode we'll see you there so thank you for listening to today's episode of the trinity podcast if you've enjoyed today's episode don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows and also please leave us a quick review it only takes two minutes we do all of these shows completely for free to help you so we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all so thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the trinity podcast